0: This is QAlert Insider videocast, and I'm Karen Kirk, learning specialist with QSEN Technologies. QAlert Insider pulls back the curtain to show the interesting ways city and county employees are using QAlert to fix the issues that residents need help with. Thanks for joining us. This issue of QAlert Insider features how the city of Salinas, California is addressing their abandoned vehicles more efficiently using a feature in QAlert called Custom Fields. Managing the tagging and towing of these eyesores is a situation that Salinas and probably other municipalities and counties deal with every day. Today I'm with Jessica Burtonoya, QSEN's sales director. You know this area of the country well, being from California yourself originally.
1: That's right, I grew up in the San Francisco Bay area in the East Bay. You know, I talk with a lot of city and department leaders as part of my job here at QSEN, and I want to let our listeners know that I really think QAlert can help them do their job better. But don't just take our word for it. This videocast features a guest who works right there in Salinas. Salinas,
0: California, to give a little geographical perspective, is about two hours south of San Francisco and just up the road from Monterey. It's called the Salad Bowl of the World because there's so many fruits and vegetables grown there. In fact, when I drove up from Monterey, I passed by the acres of beautiful farmland, really, really dark soil for as far as the eye can see. It boggles the mind to think that with all this farmland that they would be having a problem with abandoned vehicles. The fact is they have seen a steady, steady population growth over the years, which has led to a lot of cars, Uh, box trucks that pick up and transport the veggies, uh, RVs, and trailers on the roads there. Uh, Sometimes they're left on the side of the road or in the corners of lots for weeks or even months.
1: You know, that's a shame. People are trying to find parking spots or maneuver through the city, and these vehicles that haven't been moved for a significant amount of time either need to be moved or even towed if necessary. But it's not that just abandoned vehicles are unattractive but they could cause problems from anything regarding drainage issues to criminal or homeless activity. So as a result, according to their city code, vehicles can't be parked in the same place for more than three days. After that, the police department can issue a citation or tow it. That's right. This is the way Salinas citizens have been reporting these vehicles for
0: years. Residents call the city. Leave a voicemail letting the police department know that a car or other type of vehicle has been parked for a long time. You can imagine the officer has to listen to dozens of pretty wordy calls, uh, write them down and add them to the spreadsheet list of abandoned vehicles. That eats up a lot of time in the morning and those requests aren't even distributed until the next day because the officers are already out on the road. I wonder if that sounds familiar to some of our listeners. If
1: it does, it sounds like a pretty time-consuming manual process. Definitely time-consuming. Salinas, back in 2018, started using Culer and has developed a really interesting way to stay on top of their abandoned vehicle issues and service requests. We recently spoke to Sergeant
0: Kendall Gray, who's heading up this initiative. Sergeant Gray has worked with the Salinas Police Department for 19 years, and heads up their special operations unit, where he oversees the community service officers in that unit. Sergeant Gray told us about how they've transitioned from transcribing nearly 40 voicemails every single morning about these abandoned vehicles to where they are now, which is using Q-Alert and its custom fields to better and more effectively manage these issues. Sergeant Gray also sat down with Salinas city manager, Ray Corpus, to talk about the city code as it relates to how the city of Salinas defines an abandoned vehicle.
2: We have a lot of cars in our city and and there were a lot of issues with parking, but also the result of that is abandoned vehicles. So how, how do we define under our code what an abandoned vehicle is?
3: so there's there's different codes that we use right Um, we have city codes we have the california vehicle code and we also fall under the monterey county vehicle abatement authority which is like an agreement between the different agencies in monterey county that are participating so we have um, we have different codes that we look at but essentially an abandoned vehicle could be a vehicle left more than 10 days or you know, abandoned in what we would typically think as abandoned, Mm -hmm. but it could also be other things. It could be a vehicle that um, has been stripped or no wheels and Mm -hmm. missing major parts out of its motor and and dumped on the street, and there's no time limit on that one, but it could also um, be some other things. We look for different criteria in um, evaluating whether something's abandoned. We look for, for different indications.
1: There's about 158,000 residents in Salinas and there's about 80,000 cars there. That doesn't even count the box trucks and the other vehicles that come and go depending on the day or even depending on the growing season. Abandoned vehicles do more than just look ugly and create parking problems
0: around the city. When these abandoned cars and trucks permanently park for long stretches of time, they make it nearly impossible to even get a street sweeper through. And when streets aren't swept, leaves, litter, and maybe leaking oil accumulate around the vehicle. All this debris could clog storm drains or even contaminate the runoff water. So it's a parking problem that could lead to an environmental one.
3: Abandoned vehicles is, is uh, like you brought up earlier, it's a huge huge issue in right. Salinas. And as, we, as the streets get more crowded with vehicles and parking becomes a premium, it becomes more of a problem for neighbors that, that may not have reported this vehicle, but right. if, since there's no parking, on, you know, in all areas of town, we're getting more reports.
2: Right. Abandoned vehicles is a very significant, large problem in our community. Hundreds of cars, thousands of cars, you know, are we caught up, is there a backlog? And maybe you can give a sort of a range of what we used to have and what we have today in terms of the challenges for, uh, you know, enforcing the, uh, code to, uh, address these abandoned
3: vehicles. Definitely. Uh, we've, we've, so last year we were, we were at a point where we're over 700 complaints down. Wow. And a lot of our, um, abandoned vehicle complaints weren't even, um, weren't getting addressed. It, it could be over a month before mm-hmm. we responded to that, that call and that's, that's not acceptable. Right. Our, uh, you know, we expect more, we, we want to be better and our residents expect more. So that's where we were at. We did some restructuring, and we put some more resources into it, and we're definitely, um, we've definitely improved. Mm-hmm. But I did pull some numbers um, before sure. this meeting that, that I'd like to, um, to share. So um, in, in 2015, uh-huh. we had about 2,800 abandoned vehicle investigations that we conducted in 2015. Wow, we towed 164 cars that year. It's gone up each year. So right. 2016, we had almost 4,000 complaints wow. and towed over 400 cars. So almost double. Right. 2017, over 5,000, and we towed 700 cars. Wow. This year, <laughs> um, it's, so it's increasing Huge. every year. Yeah. This year, I ran um, our numbers um, as of year to date, and then I, um, I calculated that out, and what we can project for the, for the full year based on what we've done so far. Right. We're on pace for 7,200 complaints this year. Wow. Up from 3,000 three years ago. Mm-hmm. We're on pace to tow almost 1,300 cars, and um, now we're actually doing some more proactive work right? W- because we put a little bit more resources. So we're uh, proactively able to, to get some of the obvious ones before they're reported, and we're on pace to tow about 350 um, proactive ones. So uh, you mark the car, you cite the car. How does
2: the owner... Uh, or maybe you don't know who the owner is, how does that uh, issue get uh, addressed?
3: So some cars, w- we won't even mark. Right. Like I said, if a car's been stripped or it's missing its engine, right. or it's expired over six months, we can tow those instantly. Okay. So some vehicles we, we won't mark, we'll, we'll tow them on the spot. Right. Other cars we mark, and um, to, you know, what we hope is that the, the vehicle gets moved. Right. We're, we're not looking to... Um, you know, to tow everybody's car. Right. We, we want people to move their cars um, like the vehicle code says they should mm-hmm. every 72 hours right. and not store their vehicle on the street long term right. or not have vehicles in the street that aren't registered or missing parts that make them operable. Mm-hmm. So um, the vehicles that we do tow, the next business day we send a, um, a letter in the mail to the registered owner mm-hmm. letting them know that their vehicle's been towed.
0: Ultimately, the city wants the car moved after it's been sighted, but sometimes a week passes and the vehicle hasn't been moved. Sergeant Gray told us what indicators must be present for that car to be listed specifically as abandoned.
3: We work off the four-point system. Uh Uh-huh. And points are indicators that the vehicle's abandoned, and the more indicators it gets, the more points it adds up. So some of the other indications could be um, that it's not being driven. Right. Could be spider webs. Um, right. attached on the vehicle. It could be debris underneath, like mm-hmm. leaves accumulating under the tires. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be a dirty windshield, which would right. show that it's not driving. There's, all, there's lots of different possible indicators of an abandoned vehicle. So that's the, the, the community service officer's job would be to go out and evaluate all these okay. different things and um, mm-hmm. conduct their investigation.
0: Maybe our Q Alert Insider listeners have a problem in their cities with abandoned vehicles. And the management of tagging and towing. Selena developed a plan to accurately and quickly manage these issues before their numbers
1: get out of control. Right, one way is to, to assign the request to the community service officers using QAlert. Every day, the division clerk prints out an abandoned vehicle beat report from QAlert and distributes the workload to officers by their beats. The officers get the print out of the AVs by police beat and they're on their way.
3: So in the city of Salinas, we have 12 police beats. Mm-hmm. So we're currently transitioning into a new records keeping system with Salinas Connect. Right. So previously we could analyze it by beat, which gets it down pretty close right. to where the problems are occurring. But I, I would say there, we have abandoned vehicle complaints across the city. But with Salinas Connect, we're going to be able to pinpoint it on a map okay. and really Get down and, and see where those hot spots are. What I like as as a supervisor is I can I can go into Salinas Connect and I can look at, at the complaints, but I can organize them chronologically. Ah. So I can I can organize them in that fashion, so I can see what the oldest ones are, and I can I can kind of get in there and look and say, you know, hey. Uh, you know, right. why haven't we done anything with this one? This one's, you know, a couple of weeks old, right. or whatever that case might be. It's easier to do that as a, as a supervisor right. and, and as a, a, you know, line staff that's that's working their right. their complaints. Right. They can see what the oldest ones are and make sure that they, that we get those so we're not, um, you know, falling behind.
1: And prior to QAlert, the process was more manual, and it took often a whole day for a request to even get to the officers. Now, they use QAlert Mobile to get the request as soon as it comes in. There's no need to go back in the office to pick up a new list of issues, and the officer doesn't need to call anyone to get more information because it's all on this iPad.
3: So, in the past, um, they would get added to a list (laughs) that day, and then the next day, the list would get printed out for the folks. But what we're hoping with Salinas Connect, we're, um, we're planning on getting some iPads soon. Great. Where the officers can actually work their lists out in the field. So, uh, so they could they could hit the streets at say right. nine in the morning. Somebody makes a report at ten thirty. That officer's working out there, and that would pop up in the iPad while they're working while they're working their list. So it's gonna it, it's really gonna speed things up, right. and it'll help us get to a, a better location mm-hmm. um, because Salinas Connect will use that the pinpoint yeah. geographic location, right. um, and and it and it gets us a little bit closer.
0: Salinas wants to do the job accurately as well as quickly.
3: There, there's different ways to report them. They can mm. email us, they can leave a, a phone message, or they can report it online or in the new um, Salinas Connect.
2: But it's good to know that the response will be quicker, I think, and more complete if they use Salinas Connect as opposed to just calling in.
3: It will. Yeah. Um, our staff spent a lot of time in the past listening to voicemails. Right. And um, a lot of people, they, you know, they, they're not used to dealing with these type of things, so they may leave out pertinent information that right. they won't with Salinas Connect because so it's right. prompting them to, to right. what we want. But also, they, some people can tend to talk for a long time before <laughs> right. we get the correct information, so right. they spend a lot of time listening to the voicemails, and then they would write them down as the person's talking, and then they'd have to, to transfer what was written down into right. our, our database right. and type that in. So it was very time consuming. So with Salinas Connect, they populate the information and we can can update it. We're gonna spend less time in the office and more time um, out on the street.
0: The special ops officer wants to hit the ground running and not spend time either listening to dozens of voicemails or have to follow up with the caller to get more details on the reported AV. So in order to collect this information about the abandoned vehicle, the team developed 19 custom fields in QAlert. The ones that the citizen fills out are public fields, like the car's color, make, model, uh, plate number, that sort of thing. But others are private fields that the officer fills, fills out during his investigation.
4: We, we added the fields so that QAlert could do what we needed to do internally. Um, and, and I'll, there's a couple layers to that. A, we, we need certain information to be able to go respond to these calls and um, and have accurate information as far as what vehicle um, to tag. So the the units in the field need certain certain things so they can you know properly respond and not mark the wrong vehicles and easily be able to find what's being reported. But the second piece, probably more importantly, on the custom fields is that. Um, There's state monies that that are distributed for abandoned vehicles, but what also comes with that is audits. And we've been audited before, so we have to collect certain information um, to protect ourselves and be able to, you know, stand up to an audit. So there's a lot of things that that we need to be able to do records-keeping-wise, and luckily we're able to do that through Q-Alert, and we don't have to maintain two separate lists on abandoned vehicles. So that, that was kind of the reason for the custom fields.
1: Good records keeping in a single place translates into real dollars for the city of Salinas.
4: The state wants to, they they wanna make sure that we're just, we're not fudging the numbers and, and inflating things and, and claiming things that are AVs that aren't um, because in California, a dollar out of every vehicle registration goes into vehicle abatement for the state and then that money is divided up to the agencies that are actually doing vehicle abatement so um the, the city gets gets a decent amount of money reimbursed from the state for our avs
0: now see that's pretty interesting to me cities participating in the california abandoned vehicle abatement program submit a report to the state showing the number of abandoned vehicle notices how much money the city paid for the towing and storage of their abandoned vehicles, and other data. Then the program reimburses the city for the costs associated with the AV abatement. That money comes from that $1 of every vehicle registration in the state. And there's about 35 million registered vehicles in the state of California. Typically, the city of Salinas receives about $44,000 every quarter for abandoned vehicle abatement. Jess, that's $176,000 a year!
1: That's a lot of money, but if you don't send in the data correctly or quickly, that report could be audited or the reimbursement money coming back to the city could be stalled. Prior to using QAlert, Salinas used a spreadsheet to compile and analyze the abandoned vehicle data. You can only imagine how long it took to gather those spreadsheets, compile the numbers, make sure it's what the state is looking for, and then send it off to the controller's office. Working with data and spreadsheets, that would take me hours. (laughs) I
0: know what you mean. But now by using QAlert, think of the time savings they're seeing. Sergeant Gray goes into QAlert, runs a report that has all the information included about the number of AVs towed and the tow type, like if it's a junked car, Uh, He downloads the report and prints it out. The whole report generating process takes less than, I'd say, five minutes. So Jess, if you want to talk about return on investment, the time savings alone is incredible. I mean, what used to take a staff member probably hours to go through the files and spreadsheets, compile the data to send to the state, now takes only a few minutes. It's probably longer to go get a cup of coffee.
1: Right. And now instead of working a whole day uh, or two on spreadsheets, that staff member can use that time to work on something else, like go out and close out more abandoned vehicle calls. But don't forget, Karen, there's other people besides the state who are also interested in seeing that data.
4: Internally, I want to know I want to know how many total complaints we have, how many vehicles we've marked, how many we've towed, how many moved after we marked them. I want to be able to know all those numbers. And, and the city manager, my chief, um, city council members, they, they want that data. And we can show that with that. Um, so a lot of the data we collect is for internal, internal purposes so we can kind of see what we're doing as well as, um, as the state.
0: Sergeant Gray walked through how the residents of Salinas can report an abandoned vehicle. Certainly some residents can still leave a message on the answering machine, but Sergeant Gray recommends some faster and more effective methods.
3: So there's a couple different ways. They they can still um, leave a voicemail message. We still check that line daily. Mm -hmm. They can do that if they're not comfortable with technology. They can also um, go on cityofsalinas.org. I think that's the best way. CityofSalinas.org, and then there's a, a a prompt that says, you know, report a report a problem or mm-hmm. a service request. If they click on that, that actually gives them more options than the the way Salinas Connect mobile app. Okay. Mobile app can be quicker. Right. But it doesn't have all the drop down boxes uh-huh. um, that help us. Right. Do what we need. So Salinas Connect mobile. Right. The the first screen on there will be location, and okay. the cool thing is it it drops a pinpoint of where they are. Ah. Now, if they're not where the abandoned vehicle is, they can drag that pin to where it is, ah. and then the next prompt will be kind of like a description right. of what it is, but um, cityofsalinas.org will actually do the same thing, but mm-hmm. with more detail. Right. Also, another good thing about Salinas Connect for residents and, and for us is that um, they can they can take a picture
2: oh, in, so right.
3: in the app and attach that picture to their complaint. Mm-hmm. Before, most of our complaints were coming in a voicemail, mm-hmm. and a voicemail could be, you know, there's a... There's a gray Honda on, you know, on such and such street. Right. And the officer gets there, and of course, there's probably six gray Hondas there. <laughs> and he's like, okay, well, which one? Right. And people get upset when we mark, you know, their car or we mark the wrong car. Right. That that you know that tends to upset people. So with Salinas Connect, I think, um, a, it'll get us closer to mm-hmm. the, it'll get us to the correct complaints right. uh, quicker.
0: So if residents go on the Salinas Connect website they can report that abandoned vehicle and can add detailed information through the drop-down custom fields. The more details they add, the quicker the Special Ops Division can resolve the issue. And from the looks of it, the residents are reporting these issues more often.
2: So some of the uh, 7,000 plus uh, requests for service on abandoned vehicles, is that also because there's more knowledge and Salinas Connect and other ways to communicate with the police about the problems in the neighborhoods? Or are they taking more advantage of that now?
3: I think we're getting more complaints, f- I would say, for three different reasons. One, it seems like um, there's more vehicles parked on the street right. and it's getting more crowded. So right. as it gets more crowded, we get more complaints. Second, Secondly, right. with Salinas Connect, it's easier to make reports. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I would guess that you're going to see this with all of the city departments that have Salinas Connect, is their complaint numbers are going to go up because it's easier. Right. And the third, I think, specific to AVs is that as residents see that we're doing more, they they see the response they're they're reporting more right if if residents don't don't see any action on on something they're right. less likely to right. to report it right so they're actually seeing something done and and we're getting more reports yeah. which is fine we're yeah. not going to you know right we encourage it yeah. we'll we'll find a way to 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 make it work right
0: it's great to hear from sergeant gray that q alert is helping his officers not only to act quickly but the getting things done of these 7000 requests they're talking about of them are closed. They only have about
1: 300 that they're actively working right now. That is amazing. I think having those custom fields in place has been a huge benefit in helping them collect information on these vehicles, resolve the issues quickly, and run the reports for the state so they get reimbursement faster.
0: Right, people are certainly reporting more, but they're also making a huge dent in those numbers toward closing all those requests. Thanks, Jess, for sharing your perspective, as always, to the QAlert Insider videocast. Our thanks also to Salinas, California City Manager Ray Corpus and Sergeant Kendall Gray of the Special Operations Division of the Salinas Police Department. I hope the listeners have found this topic of using custom fields to manage abandoned vehicles interesting, as well as something that they can implement
1: in their city. Until next time, she's Jessica Burtonoya and she's Karen Kirk. Enjoy the rest of your day.